What's up, everybody? This is Trey Boy Play from the infamous Water Boy Show with my partner. Yeah, and this is B Rich. Hey, man, and we just want to let y'all know about a really dope show that we have called the Water Boy Show. It is sports based. If you love sports, basketball, football, we might even talk about soccer. All right, I'm lying. But anyway, if you like football and basketball, man, and hearing about really dope players, man, you need to holler at us. What you think, B Rich? Man, I think that's all good, man. We're doing our thing. We also sprinkle a little bit of entertainment in there. Yes, man, we got to have the entertainment because we are two music industry vets who love sports, and we decided to bring that knowledge along with all the useless sports knowledge that we have and make it useless in this podcast. So tune in, check us out everywhere you can find a podcast, man. Holler at us. This is the Waterboy Show. Peace. Part one. G.I. Baby. Biography produced and written by Anthony Hagen. In the tapestry of my life, the vibrant hues of my South Korean childhood unfurl like memories locked in a time capsule. The earliest recollections transport me to a small apartment complex, a labyrinth where the echoes of my laughter mingled with the footsteps of my little brother and sister. I was a mere three or four years old, navigating the world with curiosity that only a child possesses. The image is vivid, the shared space of our humble abode, the warmth of family enveloping me as my younger siblings surrounded me. Those moments, etched into the core of my being, resonate with the simplicity and purity of early childhood. The corridors of the apartment complex became our playground, a canvas for the masterpiece of our shared adventures. Yet, as I reminisce about those formative years, a veil of mystery shrouds the image of my biological mother. The canvas of my early memories remains incomplete, with no recollection of her face or presence. It is a void that adds complexity to the narrative of my identity, a puzzle piece lost in the sands of time. Born in 1969, a time when a U.S. military base cast its shadow over the landscape of South Korea, my story unfolds against the backdrop of a nation in flux. The complexities of the era were further intensified by the romantic entanglements between South Korean women and American soldiers. It was during this period that my mother, Antoine, in the throes of love and connection, found herself romantically involved with a black American soldier. The revelation of my father's mixed heritage a blend of black and white, explained the distinctiveness that set me apart from other Korean mixed kids. The realization added a layer to my understanding of self, a discovery that illuminated the unique fusion of cultures coursing through my veins. Yet the narrative takes a poignant turn as the shadows of uncertainty loom. The lack of memory about my birth mother, the woman who bore me into this world, 
leaves a void that words struggle to fill. The narrative, so far colored by vibrant reminiscences, now encounters a muted chapter, a silence that echoes with the untold stories of my early origins. The South Korean landscape, with its rich tapestry of history and culture, becomes the backdrop against which my identity unfolds. It is a journey marked by shared laughter, family bonds, and the complexities of a multicultural heritage. As I navigate the corridors of time, the apartment complex stands as a silent witness to the myriad emotions that shaped my childhood. In this narrative, I find solace in the understanding that our stories are as unique as the fingerprints that distinguish us. The quest to uncover the missing pieces of my past propels me forward, each step a deliberate stride toward unveiling the mysteries that define my existence. The document of my life, a personal narrative written in the ink of experience, continues to evolve, painting a portrait that captures the essence of a South Korean life marked by the indomitable spirit of resilience and the eternal search for self. The tapestry of my South Korean narrative, woven with threads of complexity and resilience, reveals layers of a story that defies simplicity. As I journey through the corridors of my past, the edges of memory blur, but the emotions remain vivid, telling a tale of origins entangled in the rich tapestry of South Korea. As I delve deeper into the pages of my South Korean biography, the narrative takes an intimate turn, revealing the intricate dance of fate that defined my early years. The figure at the heart of this journey is my surrogate mother, a woman whose strength, beauty, and elegance became the guiding forces in the tapestry of my existence. The first encounter with my surrogate mother is etched in my memory as a defining moment. In her, I discovered a paragon of strength that transcended the ordinary. Her presence, as remarkable as the South Korean landscape that cradled my childhood, emanated a quiet power that left an indelible imprint on my young soul. Her strength was not just a shield against life's uncertainties. It was a source of inspiration that fueled my own resilience. In the symphony of life, she played the role of a conductor, orchestrating the harmonies that resonated through the corridors of our shared existence. Her steadfastness became the anchor that grounded me, fostering a sense of security amid the uncertainties that life in all its complexities presented. Beauty, in her case, was a multifaceted gem that sparkled not only in her physical features, but also in the depth of her character. The lines on her face, etched by the passage of time, told stories of triumphs and challenges. Her beauty was not bound by societal standards, but radiated from the kindness in her eyes, the warmth of her embrace, and the unwavering love that she showered upon me. Elegance, the third pillar of her presence, manifested in the way she moved through life's intricacies, 
whether navigating the challenges of South Korean society or tenderly guiding me through the nuances of growing up, her elegance was a beacon of grace that illuminated our shared path. Every step seemed deliberate, every gesture a testament to the artistry with which she approached life's myriad facets. In her, I found not just a guardian, but a source of unconditional love and profound guidance. The complexities of my origins, the mysteries of my birth, faded into the background as her nurturing embrace became the focal point of my early memories. The apartment complex, once a stage for childhood escapades, transformed into a haven of shared moments, laughter, and the silent language of familial love. As the document of my life unfolds, written in the styles of personal narrative and documentation, the chapters dedicated to my surrogate mother form the heart of the narrative. Her strength, beauty, and elegance echo through the words, painting a portrait of a woman who shaped the contours of my identity and the foundation of my resilience. In the grand tapestry of my South Korean odyssey, her presence remains a guiding star, a testament to the transformative power of maternal love. The whispers of her grace linger in the winds that sweep through the corridors of time, an enduring melody that accompanies me as I navigate the complexities of my biography, forever grateful for the remarkable presence that is my surrogate mother. My life took a turn in its early chapters, a twist that echoes through the whispers of speculation. The connection to my surrogate mother, a figure who played a pivotal role in my upbringing, bears the weight of uncertainty. It's a chapter in my biography that unfolds in shades of ambiguity leaving room for questions that flutter like delicate butterflies in the recesses of my mind. The contours of my belief sketch a narrative where my surrogate mother, with her strength and elegance, took me from the arms of my birth mother when I was just a baby. The circumstances shrouded in the veil of time suggest a poignant choice a decision driven by the intricacies of life in 1969, South Korea. A probable scenario emerges, painted with the hues of cultural expectations and personal circumstances. It seems that my birth mother, foreseeing challenges as she married a Korean rice farmer, made a heart-wrenching choice. In the complexity of her circumstances, she entrusted me to the care of my surrogate mother, believing that I would thrive in conditions different from those she could provide. The narrative, as I perceive it, resonates with the unspoken sacrifices and tough decisions that thread through the lives of countless individuals. My surrogate mother, a pillar of strength, became the guardian of my early years, guiding me through the labyrinth of life in South Korea. As I reflect on these intricacies, the understanding that my biography is a mosaic of shared stories becomes clearer. The choices made by the women who shaped my early years are part of a collective narrative, a story that reflects the resilience and adaptability demanded 
by the times. The document of my life, written in the styles of personal narrative and documentation, is a testament to the complexity of existence, the shifting sands of identity, and the interplay of relationships paint a portrait of a life in Ticatelli interwoven with the cultural and historical fabric of South Korea. In the footsteps of my surrogate mother, amidst the echoes of laughter from my little brother and sister, I find solace. The corridors of the apartment complex bear witness to the indomitable spirit that propels me forward. Each step, an exploration of the layers that define my existence. In the intricate dance of past and present, my biography continues to unfold, a narrative shaped by the resilient heartbeats of South Korea and the indelible imprints of the women who guided me through its labyrinth. As I delve deeper into the pages of my South Korean biography, the narrative takes an intimate turn, revealing the intricate dance of fate that defined my early years. The figure at the heart of this journey is my surrogate mother, a woman whose strength, beauty, and elegance became the guiding forces in the tapestry of my existence. The first encounter with my surrogate mother is etched in my memory as a defining moment. In her, I discovered a paragon of strength that transcended the ordinary. Her presence, as remarkable as the South Korean landscape that cradled my childhood, emanated a quiet power that left an indelible imprint on my young soul. Her strength was not just a shield against life's uncertainties. It was a source of inspiration that fueled my own resilience. In the symphony of life, she played the role of a conductor, orchestrating the harmonies that resonated through the corridors of our shared existence. Her steadfastness became the anchor that grounded me, fostering a sense of security amid the uncertainties that life in all its complexities presented. Beauty, in her case, was a multifaceted gem that sparkled not only in her physical features, but also in the depth of her character. The lines on her face, etched by the passage of time, told stories of triumphs and challenges. Her beauty was not bound by societal standards, but radiated from the kindness in her eyes, the warmth of her embrace, and the unwavering love that she showered upon me. Elegance, the third pillar of her presence, manifested in the way she moved through life's intricacies, whether navigating the challenges of South Korean society or tenderly guiding me through the nuances of growing up, her elegance was a beacon of grace that illuminated our shared path. Every step seemed deliberate, every gesture a testament to the artistry with which she approached life's myriad facets. In her, I found not just a guardian, but a source of unconditional love and profound guidance. The complexities of my origins, the mysteries of my birth, faded into the background as her nurturing embrace became the focal point of my early memories. The apartment complex, once a stage 
for childhood escapades transformed into a haven of shared moments, laughter, and the silent language of familial love. As the document of my life unfolds, written in the styles of personal narrative and documentation, the chapters dedicated to my surrogate mother form the heart of the narrative. Her strength, beauty, and elegance echo through the words, painting a portrait of a woman who shaped the contours of my identity and the foundation of my resilience. In the grand tapestry of my South Korean odyssey, her presence remains a guiding star, a testament to the transformative power of maternal love. The whispers of her grace linger in the winds that sweep through the corridors of time. An enduring melody that accompanies me as I navigate the complexities of my biography, forever grateful for the remarkable presence that is my surrogate mother. As the chapters of my South Korean biography unfold, the canvas of my existence is further painted with the strong and imposing presence of my surrogate father. In the tapestry of my early years, he appeared as a giant, his military uniform, a symbol of authority and protection that left an indelible mark on my young perception. My surrogate father, a military police officer in the army, stood as a formidable figure in the landscape of my childhood. The crispness of his uniform, the resonance of his disciplined footsteps, all contributed to the aura of strength that surrounded him. To my youthful eyes, he loomed like a guardian, a sentinel protecting the sanctity of our familial haven. I recall the moments when he returned home, the insignia on his uniform glinting with quiet authority. The sheer size of him, a towering presence, left an impression that lingered in the recesses of my memories. His strong and imposing personality was a counterpoint to the warmth and gentleness that he bestowed upon me. Even as a military man, disciplined and committed to his duty, he extended a kindness that defied the boundaries of blood relations. It is a testament to the generosity of spirit that characterized him, a quality that made him not just a protector, but a nurturer to a child who was not his own by birth. In the document of my life, where personal narrative meets documentation, his role becomes a crucial chapter. His military background adds layers to the complexities of my upbringing, a narrative rich with the influences of South Korea's history and the American military presence. I remember the moments of camaraderie, the shared laughter that echoed through our home, transcending the differences in our biological ties. His military precision was softened by a paternal warmth, creating a balance that defined the unique dynamics of our family. The apartment complex, once a playground of childhood adventures, became a sanctuary under the watchful eyes of my surrogate parents. As I traverse the corridors of memory, the silhouette of my surrogate father stands tall, a beacon of strength and stability 
the echoes of his disciplined footsteps, the unwavering protection he provided, continue to resonate through the years. In the grand symphony of my South Korean odyssey, his role is not just a note, but a melody that weaves seamlessly with the threads of my biography. The complexities of my early years, marked by the intertwining of surrogate parenthood and military life, contribute to the uniqueness of my journey. As the document unfolds, it tells the story of giants in my childhood, Sky, figures who, despite their imposing presence, showered me with a gentleness and love that defined the true essence of family. As I traverse the landscape of my past, one chapter stands out with both clarity and ambiguity, the moment when I began residing with my surrogate parents. The memories are etched in the corridors of time, yet the reasons behind this pivotal juncture remain veiled in mystery, shrouded by the innocence of my younger self. The transitions of life often unfold like a delicate dance, with steps taken without fully comprehending the rhythm or the melody. I distinctly remember the moment when my surrogate mother and father enveloped me into the folds of their familial embrace. The apartment complex, once a mere backdrop to childhood adventures, transformed into a sanctuary that held the echoes of my newfound existence. The reasons for this shift were elusive, and as a child I found myself grappling with the enigma of my own story. Why had I transitioned from the familiar embrace of one family into the arms of another? The answers, hidden in the folds of grown-up conversations and nuanced decisions, eluded my understanding. In the document of my life, this period becomes a chapter that oscillates between the known and the unknown. The personal narrative unravels the emotions, the uncertainty, and the subtle nuances that colored the canvas of my early years. The document style captures the essence of a child navigating the complexities of surrogate parenthood, where love and protection were constants, but the backstory remained a puzzle. As the ink of time dries on the pages of my biography, I find myself reflecting on the resilience that define those formative years. The apartment complex, witness to the ebb and flow of my childhood, absorbed the echoes of laughter, the questions unasked, and the silent conversations that transpired within its walls. The narrative weaves through the tendrils of South Korean history, the influences of the American military presence, and the intricacies of familial bonds forged in unconventional circumstances. The document style, a tapestry of personal reflection and documented events, captures the duality of understanding and unknowingness that characterizes this chapter. The reasons behind my transition into the care of my surrogate parents might remain valid, but the emotional resonance of those times is vivid. It is a testament to the adaptive spirit of childhood, where acceptance and love overshadow 
the need for explicit explanations. In the grand symphony of my South Korean odyssey, this period becomes a melodic interlude, a bridge that connects the fragments of my past. The document of my life, with its personal narrative nuances, continues to unfold, each page a revelation, each chapter an exploration of the intricate dance between the known and the enigmatic shadows of my early years and the vivid tapestry of my South Korean upbringing. The threads of my surrogate father's military life played a distinct role. I distinctly remember the times when our ordinary lives intersected with the regimented world of the military base, offering me a portal into a realm both foreign and fascinating. The visits to the military base, where my surrogate father and his comrades were stationed, became occasions of curiosity and wonder for a child still deciphering the nuances of the world. The imposing gates, the structured routine, and the uniform figures created an atmosphere that sparked a sense of both awe and trepidation in me. As a young explorer, navigating the boundaries of my surroundings, those visits provided a peek into a world distinct from the familiar corridors of our apartment complex. The military base, with its disciplined order and a palpable sense of camaraderie, offered a stark contrast to the carefree chaos of childhood games played within our shared home. The document of my life, a merging of personal, narrative and documented experiences captures the essence of those visits. The personal narrative unravels, the emotions stirred by the sight of uniformed soldiers, the thundering echoes of boots on the boys, and the subtle shifts in atmosphere that hinted at the gravity of their duties. Stepping onto the military base was like entering a realm where time adhered to a different rhythm, the precision in their movements, in the unwavering adherence to protocols, and the camaraderie that permeated the air, painted a portrait of a life that stood in stark contrast to the spontaneity of childhood. In my childlike curiosity, I absorbed the visual narratives playing out before me. Soldiers in uniform engaged in drills, the distant hum of military vehicles, and the sense of purpose that seemed to radiate from every corner. These were glimpses into a world of duty, discipline, and dedication that I, as a young observer, could only begin to fathom. The document style weavers these experiences into the fabric of my biography, enriching the narrative with the hues of military life. It captures the dichotomy of my surrogate father's role. The imposing figure in uniform at the military base and the gentle guardian within the walls of our home. As the chapters unfold, the visits to the military base stand as waypoints in my journey, marking the intersections of two worlds that shape my understanding of family, duty, and the complexities of South Korean life during that era. The document, much like those visits, continues to unravel the layers of my narrative.
each page adding depth to the rich tapestry of my South Korean odyssey. In the kaleidoscope of my South Korean childhood, the glow of neon lights and the pulsating rhythm of music played an unforgettable role. My surrogate mother, the heartbeat of this vibrant world, not only provided a nurturing home, but also owned a nightclub that danced to the tunes of laughter, camaraderie, and a hint of intrigue. As a wide-eyed child, I affectionately called her mother, a title that encapsulated the warmth and love she bestowed upon me. Our home nestled within the bustling energy of the nightclub, became a haven where joy and happiness echoed in harmony with the melodies that filled the air. The document of my life, seamlessly merging personal narrative with the nuances of documentation, captures the essence of this unconventional upbringing. The personal narrative unravels the joyous moments of my childhood where the laughter of soldiers mingled with the beats of music, creating a backdrop that, at the time, felt like the only world I knew. The nightclub, with its neon-lit facade, opened a portal to a realm where boundaries blurred and stories unfolded in the shadows. Through my surrogate mother's connections, I had the privilege of meeting a myriad of characters, each contributing to the eclectic tapestry of this unconventional family. Looking back, I recognized that some of her friends were involved in ventures that carried a whisper of mystery and ambiguity. The edges of their lives seemed shaded, and the nuances of their businesses eluded the understanding of a young mind. It was a world where the lines between legality and the obscure were blurred, creating an atmosphere that, as a child, I accepted without questioning. The document style delicately navigates these recollections, painting a picture of a childhood where innocence coexisted with the enigmatic huis of the nightclub. The ambience characterized by the glow of neon lights and the murmurs of adult conversations becomes a backdrop against which my early years unfold. As the nightclub pulsated with life, my surrogate mother's role expanded beyond the boundaries of familial care. She became a curator of experiences, a bridge between the ordinary and the extraordinary. The document captures the essence of this unconventional upbringing, where the rhythms of laughter and the melodies of music wove a narrative that resonates through the corridors of my memories. In the grand narrative, of my South Korean odyssey, the nightclub stands as a testament to the multifaceted layers of my childhood. The document, with its blend of personal reflection and documented snippets, continues to chronicle the intricacies of my biography, where joy, love, and a hint of shaded intrigue converged to shape the extraordinary world I once called home. In the labyrinth of my South Korean childhood, another figure emerged, a nanny who played a role 
in shaping the contours of my early years. Her kindness left an indelible mark, yet within the folds of her care, there existed a peculiar dynamic that added shades of complexity to the narrative. The document of my life, entwining personal narrative with the artistry of documentation, unveils the peculiar situation that characterized my interactions with the nanny. The personal narrative delicately unravels the nuances of a relationship that, despite its quirks, held a thread of genuine care. The nanny, a kind lady whose benevolence became a steady presence in my upbringing, showed her the responsibility of looking after me during my younger years. The apartment complex, once an arena of childhood adventures, became a landscape where the contours of our connection unfolded. However, within the folds of this caregiving, a peculiar situation cast shadows. There were moments when my toys, cherished companions of my imaginative world, would mysteriously find their way into the nanny's possession. The presumption that they were destined for her grandchildren added a layer of curiosity and ambiguity to our interactions. Despite this unusual dynamic, the nanny remained a caring presence in the canvas of my early memories. Her tenderness and genuine concern transcended the occasional disappearance of my toys. In the document style that captures the essence of personal narrative and documented snippets, this chapter weaves a narrative that reflects the complexity of relationships in childhood. The document unfolds the stories of shared moments, laughter, and the subtle exchanges that defined our connection. The nanny, despite the peculiar situation, became a guardian figure, contributing to the mosaic of characters that shaped my South Korean odyssey. As the ink of time continues to pen the pages of my biography, this chapter serves as a reminder of the intricate dance of human connections. It adds layers to the narrative, a tapestry where kindness and quirkiness coexist, creating a narrative that is uniquely mine. The document, like the apartment complex that witnessed the ebb and flow of my early years, continues to capture the essence of a childhood marked by the peculiarities of care and the enduring presence of those who played a role in its tapestry. In the hushed echoes of my South Korean upbringing, there exists a chapter veiled in shadows, a narrative etched with both courage and vulnerability. This episode, recounted by my mother to a friend, unveils a harrowing tale that speaks volumes about the sacrifices woven into the fabric of my early years. The document of my life, merging personal narrative with documented fragments, unfolds a story that transcends time. The personal narrative unravels the harrowing incident that unfolded within the walls of our home, casting shadows that would linger in the corridors of memory. The tale begins with a trespasser, an intruder who violated the sanctity of our space, stealing not just valuables, but also a sense of security. Faced with an ominous threat, my mother, 
in a moment of unthinkable vulnerability, was warned to remain silent or face dire consequences. Consequences that would extend not just to her, but to the fragile life cradled in her arms, a life that was mine. At the time of this alarming incident, I was just a baby, blissfully unaware of the shadows that danced on the edges of my infant world. The reason behind this trespassing nightmare was both heartbreaking and courageous. My mother, left alone with a menacing intruder, endured a traumatic experience, possibly a sexual assault, all in a desperate bid to shield me from harm. The document style weaves this chapter into the fabric of my biography, painting a portrait of a mother's resilience in the face of unspeakable darkness. The documented fragments, snippets of conversations and recollections add layers to the narrative, capturing the emotional weight of a choice made in the crucible of fear. In an act of unparalleled courage, my mother chose not to resist, prioritizing my safety and well-being above all else. The vulnerability of that night, however, lingered like a haunting specter, a palpable reminder of the fragility of life and the lengths to which a mother would go to protect her child. Regrettably, the intruder escaped the clutches of justice, leaving behind a residue of fear and vulnerability. The document, much like the shadows that trailed this incident, becomes a chronicle of resilience amidst adversity. The apartment complex, witnessed to both laughter and tears, held the indelible imprints of a mother's sacrifice and an infant's unknowing gratitude. As the story unfolds, the shadows of courage and vulnerability interweave, creating a narrative that resonates beyond the pages. The document of my life, with its personal reflections and documented episodes, becomes a testament to the indomitable spirit of a mother who faced the darkness, ensuring that the contours of my early years were shaped not only by shadows, but also by the enduring light of her sacrifice. In the canvas of my South Korean childhood, hues of joy and camaraderie blended seamlessly with the earthy tones of mud-stained adventures. The document of my life, a vivid interplay of personal narrative and documented episodes, unfurls a chapter that resonates with the laughter of youthful days and the enduring marks etched upon my skin. The personal narrative unveils a time when childhood was an uninhibited dance, and my dear friend and I were the choreographers of our shared escapades. Our daily play sessions were arenas of boundless energy, where friendly boxing matches became a staple of our shared repertoire. Despite my best efforts, I often found myself on the receiving end of playful punches, succumbing to the inevitable knockout with a spirit undeterred. Our shared laughter echoed through the hallways of the apartment complex, creating a symphony of joy that painted the backdrop to our adventures. Yet, it was in the embrace of mud that our imaginations truly took flight, 
the earth became our canvas, and we, the artists of our muddy realm. One mud fight stands out, an escapade that left an indelible mark on my physicality. As we constructed a fort from the damp earth, I made the daring decision to stick my head out, believing I could outsmart the impending barrage of mud clumps. Alas, my strategy proved flawed, and a dry, hard clump found its mark on my face, leaving scars on my lip that would become lasting reminders of our spirited battles. The document style captures these moments, illustrating the vividness of our shared childhood experiences. The documented snippets add a layer of authenticity to the narrative as the scars on my lip become not just physical remnants, but enduring symbols of the bonds forget in the mud-stained canvases of our youth. As the pages turn, the apartment complex emerges as a silent witness to our laughter and the occasional sting of muddy misadventures. The shared joy, the playful boxing matches, and the mishaps that adorned our journey become threads in the tapestry of my early years. The document, like the mud that once adorned our faces, becomes a repository of cherished memories and the enduring marks of childhood camaraderie. In the grand narrative of my South Korean odyssey, these tales of laughter and battle scars stand as monuments to the resilience and exuberance that define the canvas of our shared youth. In the chapters of my South Korean childhood, a moment unfolds that casts shadows of both courage and perplexity across the tapestry of our lives. The document of my life, weaving personal narrative with the whispers of documented fragments, unfurls a story that echoes with the resilience of a mother facing the unknown. The personal narrative unveils a day when the ordinary rhythms of life were disrupted by the intrusion of an unseen threat. While my mother was visiting her friend's home, an intruder sought entry into our sanctuary, attempting to breach the sanctity of our haven. In a response that resonates with indomitable courage, my mother, armed with a butcher knife, confronted the intruder, striking out in self-defense. The echoes of her bravery reverberate through the corridors of memory, painting a portrait of a woman who stood firm in the face of danger to protect her home and her child. Days later, the shroud of mystery surrounding the incident began to unravel, revealing a revelation that added layers of complexity to the narrative. The intruder, it turned out, was not an anonymous threat, but the son of her friend. The details of what transpired between them and the fate that befell her friend remain obscure, leaving a lingering sense of unanswered questions. The document style delicately captures this episode, where personal narrative intertwines with documented fragments. The courage displayed by my mother becomes a cornerstone of the narrative, a testament to the lengths a mother would go to shield her child from harm. The documented fragments 
snippets of conversations and recollections leave room for the haunting unknowns that characterize this, this chapter. In the apartment complex, witness to both the laughter of childhood and the shadows of unspoken tales, the walls held the echoes of a mother's bravery. The document, like a palimpsest, layers the known with the unknown, creating a narrative that grapples with the complexities of maternal courage in the face of undisclosed threats. As the story unfolds, the shadows of bravery linger and the document becomes a vessel of both remembrance and questioning. The narrative, adorned with the courage of a mother's stand, serves as a reminder that even in the shadows, the indomitable spirit of a woman can carve a path of protection through the uncertainties of life. In the chapters of my South Korean journey, there exists a moment etched in the profound silence of tragedy where the echoes of strife shattered the tranquil corridors of my youth. The document of my life, an intertwining of personal narrative and documented fragments, unveils a somber tale of the last time I saw my mother, a moment that would leave scars not just on her, but on the fabric of my existence. The personal narrative unfolds with a heavy heart, recounting the painful details of a day that would forever alter the trajectory of our lives. The apartment complex, once a sanctuary of shared laughter, bore witness to the unfolding tragedy as my mother courageously stepped into the maelstrom of a dispute between her friend and her boyfriend. Arguments, unfortunately, were familiar guests in their relationship, but this time the tempest escalated into an unthinkable act of violence. The document style carefully captures the emotions that surround the memory, blending personal reflection with documented fragments that bear the weight of this harrowing chapter. In a heartbreaking turn of events, her attempt to intervene met with a tragic outcome. The familiar walls of our home, once a haven, now bore witness to an act of brutality as her friend's boyfriend, in a fit of rage, resorted to violence, leaving her wounded with a stab from a screwdriver. The documented fragments hold the chilling details of that moment, a stark testimony to the vulnerability that lurked beneath the surface of our lives. The aftermath left a void, not just in our home, but in the narrative of my South Korean odyssey. The scars inflicted upon my mother, both seen and unseen, became lasting imprints of a day that marked the end of an era. As the document unfolds, the apartment complex becomes a silent witness to the unspoken grief that lingered in the air. The personal narrative, a poignant melody of loss, seeks solace in the shared memories that once adorned the walls with joy. In the grand tapestry of, of my biography, this chapter stands as a testament to the fragility of life and the unpredictable currents that shape our destinies. The document bearing the weight of this tragic farewell becomes a vessel of remembrance, 
honoring the courage my mother displayed until the very end and acknowledging the scars that bind our shared narrative in the echoes of that fateful day. In the gallery of my South Korean childhood, a poignant frame captures the hues of sorrow, etched in the shadows of an unspoken conflict. The document of my life, weaving personal narrative with the fragments of documented history, unveils a snapshot of a particularly somber day that imprinted its mark on both me and a dear friend. The personal narrative unravels the scene, painting the backdrop with the complexities of relationships entangled in the cultural crossroads of South Korea and the presence of American soldiers. On this day, my friend's mother found herself entangled in an intense argument with her boyfriend, an American soldier whose presence in such unions was not an uncommon sight. The document style delicately handles the nuances of this poignant memory, merging personnel reflection with the documented reality of the era. The personal narrative opens a window into a world where such relationships were not rare, yet their dynamics remain shrouded in a certain mystery. The day, heavy with the weight of unspoken conflicts, becomes a canvas where the emotions of my friend and me paint a silent lament. The apartment complex, witness to the tapestry of our intertwined lives, absorbed the echoes of their discord without revealing the intimate details of their argument. The document, like a puzzle missing a few crucial pieces, acknowledges the gaps in understanding the intricacies of that moment. The relationships between American soldiers and Korean women were common, yet the details of this argument remain veiled, leaving a void in the narrative. In the grand narrative of my biography, this chapter becomes a poignant reflection on the complexities of human connection and the unspoken battles fought within the confines of relationships. The document, with its blend of personal narrative and documented fragments, weaves a narrative that echoes with the melancholy of that day, forever etched in the corridors of our shared memories. In the chronicles of my South Korean childhood, there exists a chapter of heart-wrenching tragedy where the tapestry of everyday life unraveled into a dark descent. The document of my life, a fusion of personal narrative and the documented realities of a painful moment, unveils a tale of sorrow and loss that etched its mark on the walls of our shared existence. The personal narrative unfolds with a heavy heart, recounting a day when the echoes of an intense argument took a dire turn. The apartment complex, once witness to laughter and camaraderie, now held the somber notes of an unthinkable tragedy. As the argument between the American soldier and my friend's mother reached its zenith, the situation descended into a dark abyss. The soldiers' actions took a sinister turn, resulting in an unfathomable act of violence. The push down the stairs proved fatal 
as she collided with the unforgiving ground, leaving behind a void that echoed with the sudden silence of her departure. The document style navigates the depths of this heartbreaking tale, intertwining personal reflection with the stark realities of that fateful day. The personal narrative unveils a scene where the threads of life were severed abruptly and the apartment complex became a silent witness to the irrevocable descent into tragedy. What made this sorrow even more profound was the realization that she left behind a son, my best friend at the time. The document, like a melancholic symphony, captures the grief that permitted our shared existence. The walls of the apartment complex, once echoing with the laughter of childhood, now bore the weight of an unbearable loss. In the grand narrative of my biography, this chapter becomes a testament to the fragility of life and the unpredictable currents that can alter its course in an instant. The document, with its blend of personal narrative and documented fragments, becomes a vessel of remembrance for a mother lost to a senseless act of violence, leaving behind a son to navigate the unfathomable depths of grief. In the tapestry of my South Korean memories, a dark chapter unfolds, one where the threads of joy are severed by the cruelty of fate. The document of my life, a merging of personal narrative and the echoes of documented fragments, tells a story of enduring sorrow and the weight of unanswered questions. The personal narrative unfolds with a somber cadence, recounting the aftermath of that fateful day. The apartment complex, once a backdrop to childhood laughter, now harbors the shadows of an irrevocable loss. The fate of the soldier, the agent of tragedy, remains shrouded in uncertainty, leaving a void of unanswered questions in the narrative. What is known is the profound impact left on my best friend, who lost his mother in a moment that defied understanding. The document style weaves through the complexities of grief, merging personal reflection with the documented reality of a sorrow-laden farewell. The memory lingers, heavy with sorrow and the weight of unspoken queries. The document becomes a testament to the enduring impact of loss, a vessel that holds the echoes of a devastating farewell to the person who meant the world to my best friend. In the grand narrative of my biography, this chapter stands as a poignant reminder of the lingering shadows that can stretch across a lifetime. The document, with its blend of personal reflection and documented fragments, becomes a repository of grief and unanswered questions, encapsulating the enduring sorrow that marked that tragic farewell. The apartment complex, once a haven of shared laughter, now stands as a silent witness to the unspoken grief that permeated its walls, forever altering the contours of our shared memories. In the tapestry of my South Korean recollections, there exists a scene etched in somber hues where the ritual of farewell took an unconventional form. 
the document of my life, a dance between personal narrative and the documented reality of a sorrowful moment, unveils the memory of witnessing my friend navigate the passage of his mother's departure. The personal narrative unfolds with a weighty poignancy, recounting the sorrowful moments that followed the tragic incident. From the elevated vantage point above the apartment, I bore witness to the unconventional preparations for her final journey. The apartment complex, once a canvas of shared memories, now became a stage for a departure that defied convention. The document style navigates the nuances of this scene, interweaving personal reflection with the stark reality of an unconventional farewell. The absence of a formal funeral is notable, replaced by an intimate, solemn process of wrapping her in a blanket, preparing her for the final journey on the back of a wagon. As the document captures the scene, it becomes a testament to the unique ways in which grief manifests. The unconventional nature of the farewell mirrors the complexities of navigating loss within the confines of cultural and personal consideration. The apartment complex, silent witness to the unorthodox departure, holds the imprints of a moment that unfolded beyond the bounds of traditional rituals. In the grand narrative of my biography, this chapter stands as a testament to the diverse ways in which individuals cope with grief and bid farewell to their loved ones. The document, with its blend of personal reflection and documented fragments, becomes a canvas painted with the sorrowful strokes of an unconventional goodbye. The apartment complex, once vibrant with the laughter of shared moments, now resonates with the echoes of a departure that challenged the norms of traditional mourning. As the pages of time turned and I found myself traversing the corridors of life, the memory of that unconventional farewell lingered, casting shadows that stretched across the years. The document of my life, a mosaic of personal narrative and the fragments of documented recollections, unfolds a chapter where the contemplation of a silent departure veils the scene with questions that endure through the ages. The personal narrative weaves through the tapestry of my later years, where family and grandchildren coalesce in the backdrop of an enduring mystery. The recollection of the solemn preparations for my friend's mother's final journey resurfaces, now tinted with the lens of a mature perspective. What strikes me even more in hindsight is the notable absence of any police presence during that sorrowful episode. The document style delicately handles the revelation as the absence of official scrutiny becomes a conspicuous detail that piques the curiosity of an older, more contemplative version of myself. It was as if the circumstances surrounding her departure were intentionally shrouded in silence, kept low-key, away from the prying eyes of authority. The contemplation of a potential cover-up becomes an avenue of reflection 
leading me down the path of pondering the secrets that may have been woven into the fabric of that fateful day. In the grand narrative of my biography, this chapter becomes a meditation on the enigmatic nature of grief and loss. The document, with its blend of personal reflection and documented fragments, unveils a canvas where shadows of unanswered questions dance alongside the milestones of family and grandchildren. The apartment complex, once a silent stage for an unconventional farewell, now harbors the echoes of a departure veiled in mystery. As the years unfold, the document of my life becomes a testament to the enduring nature of human curiosity, a reminder that some chapters, despite the passage of time, remain veiled in the enigma of silent departures and the persistent questions that accompany them. Yes, as the chapters of life unfolded, and I found myself entrenched in the responsibilities of family and the embrace of grandchildren, a poignant memory continued to cast its shadow over the landscape of my recollections. The document of my life, a tapestry woven with personal narrative and fragments of documented sorrow, unveils a chapter where the heartbreak of a somber farewell was married by the insensitivity of those who witnessed it. The personal narrative gently unfolds the heartbreaking scene that etched itself into the canvas of my memory. As the wagon carried the departed mother, my friend trailed behind, a lone figure navigating the contours of grief. The document style navigates this poignant moment where the weight of loss is palpable and the act of bidding farewell becomes an indelible scene in the theater of remembrance. What struck me even more was the disheartening insensitivity of some Korean children who, instead of offering solace, chose to make callous remarks and mock the very real pain my friend was enduring due to his mother's passing. The document delicately captures the contrast between the heaviness of grief and the thoughtless cruelty that tainted the atmosphere. In the grand narrative of my biography, this chapter becomes a reflection on the complexities of human empathy and the disheartening reality of insensitivity. The document, with its blend of personal reflection and documented fragments, unveils a scene where shadows of grief collided with the callousness of others. The apartment complex, once a backdrop to shared laughter, now holds the echoes of a departure marked not only by personal sorrow, but also by the inconsiderate jeers of those who lacked the empathy to comprehend the gravity of the moment. As I reflect on this heart-rending farewell, the document becomes a poignant reminder that even in the face of grief, the human spirit must grapple not only with personal loss, but also with the insensitivity that can moor the tender fabric of shared sorrow. As I journey through the corridors of my past, certain moments stand as vivid signposts marking the intersection of innocence 
and the profound lessons life has to offer. The Document of My Life, a kaleidoscope of personal narrative and reflections on childhood escapades, unfolds a chapter where a fall from a construction site becomes a poignant reminder of the gravity of our actions. Looking back, I now recognize the innocence that characterized those times, a different era, where awareness of potential dangers might not have held the prominence it does today. The document gently reflects on the landscape of that bygone period, a reminder that the risks were often obscured, lurking beneath the surface of our childhood adventures. The personal narrative takes a solemn turn as it recounts the unexpected turn of events. Playing around the construction building, a fall occurred, an unforeseen plunge that landed me head first. The impact so severe that consciousness gave way to darkness. What happened next becomes an indelible tableau in the tapestry of my memory. When I emerged from the depths of unconsciousness, my mother stood by my side, tears streaming down her face as she clutched me close. In that tender moment, fear must have gripped her heart, only to be replaced by palpable relief as she realized I still retained movement. The incident serves as a stark reminder, etched in the document, of the fragility of life and the impermanence that shadows our every step. It becomes a narrative thread, woven with the lesson of responsible behavior and the necessity for caution, even in times when the risks may not be immediately apparent. In the grand narrative of my biography, this chapter stands as a testament to the resilience of youth and the enduring vigilance of maternal love. The document, with its blend of personal narrative and reflections, becomes a parchment that bears the imprints of a fall. A fall that, beyond the bruises, carried the weight of valuable lessons and the echoes of a mother's tearful embrace. In the gallery of my memories, a chapter unfolds with the vivid hues of youthful folly a time when the thrill of exploration triumphed over caution. The document of my life, blending personal narrative with reflections on the follies of youth, unveils a tale of climbing construction sites, a fall from heights, and the enduring lessons etched in the canvas of hindsight. The personal narrative unfurls with a sense of nostalgia, recounting a day when the allure of a construction site beckoned me to climb its structure. At the time, the absence of cautionary voices stemmed from the widespread awareness of how my mother treated me, an environment where, perhaps, concern was overshadowed by a sense of trust. Looking back, the document gently reflects on the innocence that characterized those times, a different era where the awareness of potential dangers may not have held the prominence it does today. The narrative serves as a reminder that the risks of playing around construction areas, though not immediately apparent, could be significant. The personal narrative 
takes an unexpected turn, revealing a moment frozen in time, engulfed in play. I unexpectedly tumbled from the construction building, landing headfirst with an impact so severe that consciousness succumbed to darkness. As the document recounts this fateful incident, it becomes a poignant reminder etched in memory. When I eventually regained consciousness, the scene unfolded with my mother by my side, tears streaming down her face as she held me close. In that moment, the gravity of the situation must have gripped her heart, yet relief overcame fear when she realized I still had movement. The chapter stands as a testament to the impulsiveness of youth, the delicate balance between exploration and peril. The document, with its blend of personal narrative and reflections, becomes a vessel of remembrance, carrying the echoes of a tumble from heights that, beyond the bruises, carried valuable lessons, a fall that became a stepping stone in the journey towards caution and responsible behavior. In the tapestry of my recollections, a moment crystallizes, a fall from heights, a mother's tears, and the profound realization of life's fragility. The document of my life, in the stillness of that moment, her embrace held a weighty mix of relief and residual anxiety. The document captures the palpable sense of fear that must have enveloped her when faced with the prospect of the worst, only to be replaced by the reassurance of witnessing my movement. The incident becomes a stark reminder etched in the document of the fragile thread that binds us to life's uncertainties. It speaks to the importance of mindfulness, urging caution in the face of risks that may not always be immediately apparent. Mm -hmm.